Hi, and welcome everyone to the 110th episode of Steam Rocks. This is Marcus Allanson, and hello Heidi. What is your favorite Chuck Norris joke? Oh, and I know this is coming from one of the connectors that I recently reviewed. My favorite Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, that's a tough question. One that I like joins my love of cheesy Chuck Norris jokes and running. So let's go with Chuck Norris runs until the treadmill gets tired. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite? All right, then. then I will actually go with the COVID gut Chuck Norris. However, COVID ended up with two weeks of quarantine. <laughs> That's a very timely one. <laughs> yeah. Heidi, before we get started here, if someone has questions for us, where can they go to find us? Oh, what a cool question. Well, at CRM Rocks, we are expanding our social footprint. So check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a brand new YouTube channel, which currently has two subscribers, which I think are Marcus and I. But we're going to try something new and give you the video of this podcast, too. So hopefully we can chat with you on all those social media avenues. Yeah. So if you want to see the uncut version and how the sausage is made, <laughs> please just go there and, and you will see the total thing. All right, then. So today's podcast will be about learning dynamics. And with us today, we have Nancy Tandy from Microsoft. Nancy Hi. Tandy is a senior business strategy manager at Microsoft. Nancy has 20 plus years of integrated marketing management experience, including developing marketing strategies, driving product launches, events, and large-scale campaigns. She's been at Microsoft for over 15 years. Welcome, Nancy Tandy. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here today. How are you today, Nancy? Doing good, doing good. Very good. Thank you for, for having me join. I appreciate it and really excited to be here. Nancy, business strategy manager, what is it that you do? So yeah, interesting title. Uh, I'm currently the go-to market lead for business applications, which is Dynamics 365 and Power Platform for Microsoft Learn. So my job is engagement and awareness around Microsoft Learn and the products and modalities that are within Microsoft Learn, specifically, again, for Dynamics 365 and Power Platform. Um, so for example, uh, training, certifications, Cloud Skills Challenge, uh, self-paced learning modules, uh, open hacks, uh, exam preps, all of that. We're customers all the time. What's your last memorable customer experience as a customer? Um, I'll, I'll have a good story. So in November, our heater went out. Um, and so my husband and I called around to five or six different companies. Uh, most of them said it would be, you know, three weeks before they could get out and, you know, check out our heater and help us out. And then we finally spoke to a company called Bell Red uh, Energy Solutions. And their salesperson came out uh, the next day, which was happened to be a Saturday. And uh, he was super friendly. He um, had state-of-the-art equipment. He uh, logged into his computer. He could tell exactly the number of events we needed. Um, it connected to supply chain. He could, uh, the customer service, the scheduling. And in that day, we purchased the heater. We also purchased an air conditioning unit because 
I don't know if most of you know, but in Seattle, most of us don't have air conditioning and it's starting to get super hot here. And so we decided let's, if we're going to buy a heater, let's just buy air conditioning unit as well. And he scheduled us uh, within the next five days to get all of that put together. And, you know, like I said, he logged onto his computer. He had all of the scheduling done. He, you know, was able to tell from the blueprint plans, plans on our house, you know, what was needed and, and got it all done. It was really seamless. It was easy, just one experience. And then, you know, the, the people arrived to install it those next few days. And again, it was just a great customer experience end to end. They even at the end of it scheduled all the inspection work because, you know, inspectors have to come out and do the electrical inspection and the, and all of that. And they scheduled that for us, called to remind us that it was coming. And again, just a great start to finish, a uh, great customer experience. That sounds great. Do they have an office in Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> I also, don't know. <laughs> you know, stories like that always make me curious because of in the space that we're in, I always ask companies, what do you use to manage all of this? Did you ask them what tech you know, stack I, they're using? I did not. I did not. It seemed like it was specialized I, and I probably should have, but it seems like it was specialized <laughs> to their business, but they definitely, you know, had it all together. So it was a great experience. What's your learning targets for 2022? Oh, so I am looking at uh, Power App Maker. So when uh, Power Apps for, which is under our Power Platform, uh, we have a role called App Maker. And that's the person that, you know, you you don't necessarily have to be super technical. You can be kind of tech savvy and just interested in it. Um, and you can grow out and it's a low code, no code development and create apps. So we've had some great stories around, you know, teachers creating apps where their students can come in and insert their homework and they get their grades done. And it just sounds like a really cool product that I want to learn. You're speaking my language. I'm an app maker. <laughs> oh, low awesome. code, no code tooling and the power platform is awesome. And yeah. Microsoft Learn has some really cool learning paths to help get you up and running with that. They do. They do. So if if you were brand new to Dynamics or Power Platform then, and you were like a new functional consultant or a sysadmin, how... So Microsoft offers a real comprehensive collection of training options that really helps empower that technical professional to learn in the style that they want to learn, in the time frame they want to learn, and it just really helps them advance their skills. Um, so think about Microsoft Learn as a website. That's our front door. So it has uh, self-paced learning, which are the free interactive, you know, step-by-step -step tutorials. Uh, they have interactive coding, hands-on labs, task-based achievements. And this really helps you, you know, walk through whatever type of training that you want. You know, you can do a search on it and you can look for a specific product or a specific thing within a product that you're trying to train on. And you can find that on Learn. Um, then we have like events. So think about our, um, you know, our digital first world events like Ignite and Build. These are really large scales events um, where, you know, you can go in and hear someone speak and they, they can deep dive technical training for you. Um, and, it, and often attached to these big events, we have our Cloud Skills Challenge, which is basically a time-based challenge 
uh, or learning path, these set of learning path or modules where you can go in and you have a week or two weeks or three weeks to do that. And then there's a prize at the end of that. So those are, those are really fun. We also have Microsoft virtual training days. These are a virtual one day in-depth training on a variety of uh, different subjects, um, mostly our fundamentals and then some of our role based as well. But these one day, one day events are uh, global, so they can be recorded or they can be live, but um, they're a great way to uh, kind of get that first step into learning that technical training. Then we have learning partners that do our instructor-led training. So we have uh, a global group of learning partners that offer these training courses and um, they meet your training needs and it includes a blended style of learning. It can be in-person, it can be digital. The classes are um, delivered with uh, a mix of like presentation, hands-on labs and group discussion. And it's a great way if you're a person that likes to ask questions because you're, you're new to something or you just need that one-on-one that -on -one instruction, um, this is a great way to, to get that because you can ask those questions from those instructors. And then finally, I would recommend, you know, proving your skill with certification. So certifications are, you know, a great way to advance your, your uh, career, earn recognition uh, with your peers, um, you know, and just, uh, they're just industry-wide recognized and a good way to measure your knowledge base. Um, and then in the last year, we started uh, on Learn. Uh, a thing called Learn TV. So this is a, think of it as a live TV channel um, where we have these shows um, that help us do announcements. They do some deep dive technical training there. Um, they announce products. So there's things like uh, Hello World. Uh, we did an Ask the Expert session. We've done two of those around certification. One was just around certification where we had four panelists come on and then folks can ask questions in the chat and did one on certification renewal. So really fun stuff. And then there's always docs, which is our, uh, I think of docs as the, the how-to of things and to ask those questions. But if you think about the old days when you bought a product and you had a disc and a manual, docs is kind of that, that manual um, of, how, of getting into the real technical um, how to get something done. A lot of good information for people getting started. Yeah. So all of those things that you talked about are, are awesome, but your responsibility with, with Microsoft Learn is the learning paths, the certifications, and the Learn TV, right? So my responsibility is to make sure that our customers and our partners are engaged and aware of everything that Microsoft Learn has to offer. So all of those things kind of fall under that Learn umbrella. And my job is to make sure that our, you know, if you're a customer, you're a, a partner, you're a functional, functional consultant, or you're a user, end user, or you're a developer, to be able to make sure you understand and you're aware of all the offerings that we have at Microsoft Learn and to make sure that you have a, a seamless journey to get your training done. I haven't heard about Learn TV before, but you said it's been there for like a year now? I, I think it's been a little over a year. If I remember, we launched at Ignite or right around Ignite time about a year ago. So it's a little over a year and a half. And yeah, it's super cool. Like I said, we've done, they have some shows like uh, Hello World, Code Stories, uh, Learn Live. So Learn Live is something that um, we do at all of our big events like Build and Ignite. 
it's where we take a couple experts like our cloud advocates. Um, April Denham is one of them that she does one of these, but she'll take a learning path or a module and they do a deep dive on that learning path and module. So they'll walk you through the hands-on lab. You can ask questions as they're going along that learning path. Um, so it's super great in, in the weeds technical training. Uh, and so they do those learn line sessions. We do them at the events and then they bring them over and showcase them. But they also are constantly doing those um, for all of our products. So it seems like a little bit like Twitch then, like streaming and having an audience directly and yeah. a little bit like Channel 9 yes. where it's more curated content. Exactly, exactly. So uh, for me, we've done a couple of shows over the past year where we launched some new certifications and the learning path attached to it and the ILT course. So we had our content lead and one of our Microsoft certified trainers come in and walk through the, the course. It's, uh, you know, for example, we did our Power Platform Solution Architect um, and we also did our Dynamics 365 Commerce Functional Consultant. So we had those folks walk through the class, you know, what's in the class, you know, what to expect from the class, uh, the class content, um, you know, and showcase some of the labs and what you would learn as a learner, what, what you're going to get out of taking that ILT classroom content. It's pretty neat. I just logged on to see what's happening right now on Microsoft Learn TV. It's Visual Studio Toolbox Live. Cool. Very cool. It's fun. Yeah. If we go there, there's like, we we said learning path, certification, and learn TV. Where do you see most users coming? I mean, it, it honestly depends. You know, most folks are coming in and they 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 want to do thing two things. They want to you know learn something specific, or they want to as a role. So like I'm coming in and I'm a, a functional consultant and I need to learn you know commerce three sixty five. I'm going to go look for that full learning path and, and all the training that's available. Again, if you're coming in, you're like, I just need to know how to integrate something. You can go and do a search on learn and, and figure out, hey, I need to learn how to integrate sales. So you can do two specific things. So we see, you know, folks doing a lot of both. And then it, when you come in to learn on that first main page, that landing page, it will show you, um, if you scroll down a little bit, it it showcases what the most popular learning paths are of that day. So it kind of curates all those. So a lot of times you'll see Azure, which is super popular. Um, and you might see um, like Dataverse. That's another uh, popular one for the Power Platform. Or you might even see something around sales, um, Dynamics 365 sales, like you know getting started with, with sales or getting started with marketing. Um, but yeah, we see, we see folks coming in um, many different ways and looking for different things, but a lot of it is uh, looking for some specific type of training. So do you see more users on the a little bit more basic functionality rather than perhaps a little bit more advanced then? No, I think we have, I mean, you know, we go, we have fundamentals. So we have folks that are coming in that might be a BDM, might be a business decision maker or you know, someone like me, that's a marketing person. And I just want to, you know, look at the features and functionalities of a product. You know, we have that type of fundamentals training that 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 beginning. Um, and then we have the role based, um, which has the the associate and the expert level. So that's where you get your developers and your solution architects. So those folks, you know, that really want to 
learn how to like implement something or design something, you know, we have that more advanced technical training as well. So we see all kinds. It really depends on, you know, you know, what you need out of, out of the training. Marcus, I think that means we're experts in advanced. (laughs) (laughs) And you're right. So I think it's really neat that you can come to the learning website and see what the most popular are at any given time. There's a lot of beginner courses that are popping up today and you're exactly right. Azure and power platform. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. Now there's another section on there that says our current favorites. Are those the ones they want people to start learning about that aren't technically popular or that's where you're paying all your, like you have all your marketing driving people to? <laughs> could be, could be, definitely could be. So, yeah. And, you know, we, we do, you know, we have um, a Twitter handle and we have LinkedIn where, um, you know, I personally do a blog each month um, for, for Power Platform and Dynamics 335, where I um, talk about each of the new learning paths or modules that was launched the previous month. So if you go to our, our blog on the tech community for Microsoft Learn, um, you can see the latest and greatest, what's new, what's just been launched um, as far as these different modules. Um, so I do this kind of you know, collective look back each month. Um, so it's super interesting. But yeah, you know, we're, we also, uh, we know that, you know, certain, certain folks that might be a developer or certain folks that might be a functional consultant are looking for something specific around that role. So, you know, we often, you know, try to surface that with Twitter and LinkedIn to make sure they understand, hey, this is, this is the topic that you need to, to, to get in here and learn and, and do that implementation. So if we were to look at like Dynamics and Power Platform there, how much content would you say is launched or new like each month? So we, I'd have to go back. I don't know that I've ever looked and said, oh, we're averaging this. But I would say there's anywhere from 10 to 15 new modules launched per month. And that could be a little high. Um, you know, some months it's been a little bit more, some months a little bit less. But I think 10 is probably a good number. Um, but there's a lot of content. I, I'm trying to think. I, I have a slide and I think it's something like 263 or maybe it's even more than that uh, dynamics modules. Um, and even greater number of Power Platform ones too. I mean, there's just a ton of content. So you can pretty much come to Learn or Docs, either or, either or and find what you need when you have a question um, or some, you know, some kind of training that you need. It's there. And that comprises all of the dynamics. So even Business Central, Finance and Operation, Product yeah. Insights, every of those Yes. Is like marketing cloud and the industry clouds also part of, of that sphere? Um, I, I'm sure you can find content there. I'm not an expert on on that content because I'm, I'm more around the dynamics and power platform. But, you know, there is a lot of content on our cloud and there's a lot of content. Um, you know, if you're just wanting to, like, understand what the cloud is and, and how to think about the cloud, there's that content as well. I, I just thought about it because the new release plans, they were including Dynamics 365 and Industry Clouds. And I was like, what did they mean? And then I had to scroll down like, oh, yeah, those that yeah. I don't know very much about. 
Yes. And I, I, I do know, so we are, we are starting to, to create a bunch of content around those clouds. So like healthcare, um, you know, which would entail, which would, in, which would include, you know, some of the dynamics 365. So I do know those are starting to come out and I have a few of those learning paths too. So um, there is, I don't know if there's as much content for industry right now, but I know they're working on it and there's going to be a lot. Coming. And I also think if you think about how fast technology is changing, you know, we update uh, our certifications um, every couple of months to make sure that we're staying on top of, um, you know, the changes in technology. So um, when you think about like getting a certification um, and, you know, it lasts a year. At the end of that year, you can come back to Microsoft Learn and log into your certification dashboard and you can renew your certification without having to take and sit for the full test free. It's online. There's a learning path that's specific for that certification renewal. And it basically, you think about it, it's the delta. It's what you, uh, the change in the content or what's new in the content from when you took that exam. And so there's a learning path all for you. And then you go and you take that assessment. And if you pass that assessment, then you have reached your certification for another year. So we really try hard um, around the content as well as our certifications to make sure that we're staying up with the ever fast changing technology that happens. They sure keep you on your toes for that. I appreciate that new ability to just log in, take a learning path and renew your certification as somebody holds a few. That's okay. much preferred over sitting for the whole exam all over again. So yeah. thanks for what that. Sort of, what certifications do you hold? I have all of the Power Platform ones, the PL100, 200, 400, and I have a few of the Dynamics ones as well that have been sunset, but I still have them. They're still valid. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very impressive. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy. Uh, have you actually done a certification renewal? Not yet. I will this okay. year. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I, I think it's, it's, it's free. It's online. It's it's supposed to be very uh, you know very easy to do. You just log in to your certification dashboard, and it will tell you. Um, you also get a notification by email six months before your certification expires, so you can log in and you can start, start studying. You can start studying. You can start going through the <laughs> learning path way ahead of the time. And you know if you don't pass the assessment, you can take it again and take it again until you get it passed. So. Very nice. um, I've done one of those uh, for customer service and for sales. And I think it's really good because then you don't just take it once and then you sort of don't work with that specific area of the sales and then you kind of forget about it. And then you have to retake the exam and then you're like, oh yeah, about that one over there. So it's really good to sort of keep because it's so wide each and every of these dynamics area. So it's really good to have those reminders that yes, there are new things here and don't forget about this and this. So I actually think it's pretty good that you have this option to renew every year. And it's not those you have to pay and go to a cert place or take it at home with your cam. It's, it's a little bit more relaxed, but still you have to go there and show that you actually care. Exactly. Exactly. You're right. It, yeah. You're not sitting through, uh, you know, you're not going to, 
you know, a Pearson view, you're not going to the, the place and having to go through and sit for the exam again. Um, it's, it's at your pace. It's at your time. Um, you can just walk through the learning path. It's free. Again, it's an assessment. It's all online. And then, you know, and then you just pass it. Yeah. I, I, I had to re retake some of the learning path because I didn't take it on the first fastest one. So <laughs> it was like, oh, customer insights. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, one that changes really nice. a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You, you know, I like one of my favorite things in Microsoft Learn when I'm trying to brush up or I'm seeing if I'm still fresh with my skills that I'll skip ahead to the quiz at the end and just like mm -hmm. see where I fall. Like, do I remember this stuff or do I not? Uh, I like that. And I've, I've told a lot of people that are studying for exams to go there, check out the learning paths and the exam certification that you're studying for. Try that quiz. If you pass it, keep going on. If not, go back and learn all that fun stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's great content that you guys put out there. Thank you. And I, I think too, it's, you know, there's a, a little green flag on each page that once you finish that page, it turns green. And so it saves your place. So, you know, we all know we're all super busy. We're multitasking. We're doing many things. So you can come and you can read, you know, two or three pages. And then if you have to stop and you have to go to a meeting or you have to take your kids to soccer, you know, you it saves your place. You can come back and pick up where you left off. I love that feature myself. I think it's, it's yeah, super and great. You have gamification there for people that like that too. You get all your yes. little points. Exactly. I don't know what you do with yeah. those points, but you get points. <laughs> well, you get badges. Yes. Currently ah. You get badges and different, um, yeah, badging. It's pretty cool. So what would you say is your favorite learning path then, Nancy? Oh, goodness. Um, I, I like the fundamentals learning path. Um, the dynamics ones are great. I haven't done the FNO one. That's, that's also on my list to do this year, but the, the customer engagement, uh, dynamics fundamentals path is very cool. Uh, it's a great overview of, um, you know, the features and functionality of that. And then I also like the power platform one too. Like I said, I'm, I'm really excited about app maker. So I'm kind of in, you know, feeling a little geeky about that section and, and really want to learn more there. Um, but I, for someone who I'm, I'm a marketing person, I'm not super technical as far as that goes. And so to come in and be able to take those learning paths and learn, has been great. Um, and then I go in and I do a search when, when someone's talking about something technical and I need to understand it, I go in to learn and I do a search and it pulls it up and it will tell me, Hey, this is what this is, and, which is great. And I've learned so much, um, doing that in the last couple of years. I like all the labs that are in the power platform ones too, especially the fundamentals. They really encourage you to get your hands in there, spin up your demo environment and start building these apps. And let's walk Absolutely. you through how to make a Canvas app instead of just showing you step-by-step. Step. Like you said before, you're reaching all the learning styles then. You're not just getting the people that learn through reading and writing. You're getting those hands-on kinesthetic learners. You need to get in there and play Absolutely. with it a little bit first. Yep, absolutely. Our, our hands-on labs are great. And I think it's it's really helpful for, for someone that um, is, you know, wanting to, you know, figure out how to get it done. And, you know, the hands-on labs helps you. And then you can get back to that real, that application and go back and just start creating um, because you've had that experience. So it's very helpful. Yeah. Going back to the list, I actually noticed that I don't think I heard you talk about like app in the day or those kind of both customer and partner focused training days 
are they part of these as well? Um, App in a Day is um, actually delivered by our stores, our Microsoft stores. So, you know, we try to connect the dots on all the training. And so, you know, we do talk about that. I, I mention it in some of my marketing assets that I create, um, but it's actually delivered by the Microsoft stores. So, and then the partner team, you know, the partner world, um, they do a lot of their own deliveries to the partners as well. So that's done by those teams. But we do try to make sure, you know, things are connected and, and partners and customers know about all of those different trainings because there's just lots of opportunity. And it's a big company. Yeah, Microsoft is a big company. Yes. Yeah, because I like those hands-on where you're like, okay, you have this set of things that you're set to do, go through it, and then you come there and ask questions to someone who's knowledgeable about it yep. and get specifics like, well, have this look up, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. Our Microsoft stores has a lot of that great uh, hands-on training as well. Um, and they go across not only Power Platform, but, you know, you think about Teams, um, you know, all of the Office uh, platform is on there. Um, I'm sure there's a little bit of Azure as well. So you can go to Microsoft stores and check out all the great training they have as well. Microsoft have these Dynamics 365 communities and Power Platform communities. Um how do they fit in the user groups? So uh, the Dynamics 365 community has been around for, I think, around 14 years or so. Um, the Power BI one started about six years ago and the rest of Power Platform around five years ago. So, um, you know, these are great communities. Um, they, the community members had wanted additional support for their user groups. Um, for like the infrastructure, so speaker support, being having that access to, um, you know, the Microsoft employees and those uh, experts. Um, and so I think they've, they've began in the last year um, during COVID. So maybe the last couple, two years of investing in this area um, and, and having those user groups being pulled in. Um, so they have that better experience on the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 side. Um, so, you know, there, there are about 400 user groups that they've onboarded so far, um, and they're launching some uh, a program um, with Microsoft field members to make sure that they're connected with the user groups in their local area so that um, everyone gets the benefit of the community, the user groups, um, and, and having that connection to those experts. Communities is more like the online version and the user groups is a little bit more local. Is that how it's sort of? Well, the user groups started out locally. So they were, you know, run by, you know, MVPs or local folks that, you know, wanted to get people in their community involved in Dynamics and learn and help each other. And so, you know, yeah, think of the user groups as, as little local groups. In fact, um, I've done some presentations to some of the user groups. We did one recently to a Minnesota group and super great walk through like certifications and training and learn. Um, so they, like I said, they're pulling those user groups into the community so that they have the advantage of all that the community offers um, as well. So that, that tie into the experts, um, the infrastructure, speaker support, uh, you know, there's all the, the great content that's there. Um, they have a blog, they do webinars. So there's a lot of great content for those folks now too. I'm a user group leader. 
So I'm going to try to get you at our user group meeting. If oh, be happy you to come to Philly. Uh, what I've noticed, though, obviously since COVID, everything changed. We were always hyper local, Greater Philadelphia area of Pennsylvania. We had regular members, still do, but our footprint has really taken off with with COVID time and transitioning all of our on per- in person meetings to online. And we do everything through Teams, and we were one of the first to move over to the new Microsoft communities. We're in the Power Platform user group community. And yeah, it's been really nice. It's allowed us to attract different people than we're already part of our user group. So it's been fun so far. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think, um, you know, during this COVID period, uh, I think folks had time on their hands because they weren't traveling on vacation. They weren't, you know, going out to barbecues. And so a lot of folks have sat down and said, I'm going to learn something. I'm going to expand my knowledge. And, you know, we've seen uh, so many more uh, people coming to learn. Um, we've had just a phenomenal growth in our learn and our certification. So it's been fun to see all these folks, you know, come in and, uh, you know, get trained, get certified and, you know, really expand their knowledge base. Yeah. And, and I think, COVID's interesting because it forced us all to go virtual, which, you know, I don't know that we all wanted to for a lot of these things, but it did eliminate the amount of time you had to dedicate to something like this. Anything from your user group meeting, I'd have to personally drive an hour to get to the meeting, have our half day meeting and an hour back. So I'd have to take like a full day out of the office just about by the time everything was said and done. Same with taking a certification exam. I would have to drive to an approved Pearson View location, which might be an hour or more from where I live, sit for what, up three, four, two hours if you really know your stuff, and then drive all the way back. So you're, again, you're taking half day to maybe even a full day off just to go sit for a certification exam. And you've made them a lot more accessible now. So it's really interesting to hear you say you've seen more people do it. I wonder how much of a role COVID days had to do with that. I think it's had a huge role in it. And and I think it forced us um, as a company and well as like you say, Pearson View and all these companies to a- adapt and adjust. And, you know, Pearson View had a very limited um, proctored exams before COVID. And now, you know, they have a phenomenal experience with their proctor exams and they do a great job, um, you know, getting people in and getting them through the exams. So it's been it's been great to see all of the technology and how, fast it's grown and changed and it's allowed people you know that were remote um, to feel like they're really more part of of the team i think so because when everybody going remote um you've had to adapt and change how you think about um, connecting with your employees and connecting with your teammates so uh it's it's been it's been an interesting two years for sure so i've experienced some that are a little bit less prone to go to these virtual learning events because they're sort of facing screen fatigue because they're always, I mean, always watching someone in the cam or being watched in the camera or watching someone. And there's not enough like human one-to-one interaction. So I've seen that happen as well, perhaps not early on, but like six months in, people are just uh, not another Teams meeting. I can call you and go for a walk but not through the screen. Have you experienced that as well? Oh, I mean, personally, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely over COVID. I, I would love to be back in the office and, 
you know, I'm hoping that that happens within the next couple months. We're still, um, we're still not there yet. I think, you know, certain people are allowed to go into the office, but I'm, I'm ready for, uh, that human contact. I'm, I'm ready to go back to events and talk with customers and, you know, do live presentations. So absolutely. I hear you. Oh, here, here. I completely agree. I'm going to my first live event in Ooh. April and I can't wait. I I'm going to have to hold back and not hug everybody. I see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just looking forward, just getting back to the office regularly. So that, that will be a huge thing for me. If we look at like docs and learn and learning, they're sort of in the same place, but they're kind of different. So what would you say is the difference between docs, learn and learning? So I think of docs as, again, that manual, but it has a lot more stuff like sample code, how-to guides, implementation frameworks that were created by engineering people. Um, it's it's got support so the that technical support engineer can help you there um and they have those scenarios so i think there's um you know really uh more of that high quality technical uh documentation so to speak with you know scenarios that help you problem solve whereas learn is that step-by-step you know, bite-sized tutorial modules and that you walk through and, and it's a, a learning path. Um, so I think of that as the difference. Hopefully that, that made sense. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, they're very similar, but yet a lot different. They complement. Very yes, nice. Absolutely it's almost like, I guess if I think about when I use two separately, if I, if I'm learning a new technology, I'll go check out a learning path first. If I'm troubleshooting an existing system and I'm looking for something super hyper-specific and I know where it is, I'll go to docs mostly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's how you intended, but that's how I use the difference. I think that's, I mean, I think that's spot on. I, I, I agree. I think, I think you can, you, you go to get that technical support, um, you know, the support to troubleshoot, like you said. Um, uh, I think there's all kinds of different scenarios that help you problem solve. So absolutely. Um, that's, that's how I see docs and, and so much more. I think, like I said, there's sample codes, um, open source documentation, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much written by developers and engineers um, that demonstrate best practices. So it, it I, again, I look at it as the old, the old manual is they've taken that and, and exploded it and blown it up and, and improved on it. And it's also probably worth noting that you're, you keep repeating that it's the engineers and the product people and it's marketing people on your team. So you're speaking a different language to different audiences too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So what's new and upcoming in Microsoft Learn then? Xbox. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot of chatter around Xbox, that's for sure. Um you know, we, we are announcing things all the time. Um, in January, we announced a new certification called uh, Dynamic C5 Customer Data Platform. So that's really uh, about our uh, customer insights role. So uh, we have new certifications like that coming out. So that will, that's in beta right now. And then it should go to GA in probably the end of March, sometime in April. Um, so, so I don't know if you want me to talk a little bit about what beta is versus GA, but I could walk through that too, if you want me to. Sure. Go for it. Okay. So really quickly. So when you think about uh, a new exam, we 
similar to a product, we have to do a beta period and test it out. So we want to make sure that when we ask you those 40 questions, that um, they're great quality questions. So, you know, if everyone, we, we have a, a group of people that take that exam and we give them a discount to do it. And then if we saw that every people, every, every single person, you know, missed question number 20 or a good majority of them, then we realized, you know, maybe that question wasn't written correctly. And so it allows us then to go back and correct anything or make sure that everything just fine tuned. And then when we release it live, the exam is, is spot on. And so that's what we call our beta period. So we release new certifications or the, the exam, we release the exam in a beta period. And then we give those folks an opportunity to take that at a discount. Um, we analyze that. We have a psychometrician who does all this great analysis and make sure the exam is spot on. And then we release it to live so that when those folks in that GA period come in and they take that exam, um, it's a it's a well uh, it's a well thought out exam. I've had a tiny, tiny role in in part of the, the beta process. And what I think is really neat is that all of the feedback that you solicit from the people who sit for that exam is absolutely looked at and analyzed and it is. it's really neat. I've been on the other side where I've been helping to analyze the feedback from the people who sat for the exam to try to figure out, well, what needs to change? Do we need to change the wording of the question? Do we need to change the options? Is there something we got wrong and then make changes to the exam before it goes for everybody? And I, I think that's awesome. I didn't realize as an exam taker how important my feedback was and how... Yeah well analyzed how thoroughly it was looked at and considered by a whole team that I didn't even know existed. Very Absolutely. Neat. And that's so cool that you've gotten to do that. So I'm, I'm thrilled for you because I think it's a great experience. Um, and you, and you're right. We, you know, during that beta period and, and we actually take you, anytime you take an exam, you can give feedback on certain questions. If you think that it was you know, the wording was off or something didn't sound right, you can give feedback. And we, we look at all of our customer feedback. So it's very, very important for us to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing it correctly. Yeah. I also try to give feedback, even if it's not in beta, I still always try to, okay, this was a little bit, I didn't understand it. So always try to write something. If I, I don't understand it, perhaps more people don't. Yeah. So going back to your question, going back to your question, um, if you join our LinkedIn and our Twitter handle, we that's where we and our Microsoft technical blog on our Microsoft Learn blog on our Microsoft Tech, um, we do all of our announcements about what's coming out and what's new um, through the blog, and then we amplify it all through Twitter and LinkedIn. So if you you know you subscribe to those and you follow us on those, then you'll you'll always have the latest and greatest information that's needed. And how can people find the beta exams? Is that also where they would find what's available and how to get that discount? Because I know some people pay out of pocket and that can be a big incentive to sit for those beta exams. Yes, we post um, a beta blog and they're all done by Liberty Munson, who is our psychometrician. Um, we, we put a blog out the day that that goes to, to beta. So normally what happens is about a month before the beta, um, at myself and my team members um, will do a, an announcement blog and we'll tell you that, hey, we've got a new certification coming and the exam is coming and watch for that beta. And then anywhere, you know, between four to six, eight weeks later, you'll see a beta blog. And then that beta blog gives you the codes that you need to go and register. 
Um, it'll also give you the learning path. So you can, you know, like maybe it's something that you're somewhat familiar with, but not completely familiar with, and you want to study before you go take that exam. So you get the code, you go register, and you can pick a date like three weeks out, four weeks out, um, and it'll give you the learning path and some other things that you can go do. Sometimes, depending on what the content is, we might have one of our Microsoft certified trainers that has a YouTube channel that's talked about the content. Um, you might have to go get a trial um, like maybe it's a customer insights trial that you should download. Um, we might also send you to the release notes to kind of go and get familiar with the product, but we'll give you that learning path. Um, so you can walk through that learning path on learn and be prepared when you go into that beta. But yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a great discount. It's 80% off. Um, so for those folks that, you know, um, are counting every dime and nickel, which we all are, you know, it's a great, it's a great opportunity for them to get certified, um, at a much cheaper rate. Yeah, that's an awesome tip. Everyone who's listening, go follow the blog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's aka.mswack, Microsoft Learn blog. So, um, and it's, it's Dynamics, it's Power Platform, but it's also Azure, it's also um, uh, Modern Work and Security. So all of our solution areas, you know, we all have information and then, um, you know, Anything that's new on Learn, we'll do a blog about new features and functionality and um, things that are going on, um, as well as, you know, it, any new information on certifications or certification renewal or, um, you know, we also do tips and tricks on, you know, how to study and how to prepare for exams. So there's all kinds of great information on that blog. Nice. So if one have suggestions like questions to add to exam is there like a way to contribute to that not like open source but help out if you have suggestions well if you're if you're taking the exam that's the time to you know make your comments within that process um but if you know we also have support on um docs as well as um when you go into certification dashboard you can find the support link so if you have questions or comments that you can also you know send it to our support All right so if i want to know more about dynamics and learn in particular where do i go then so uh start with going to the microsoft learn blog and then that will get you all the latest and greatest information and then head over to learn um, and start, you know, do a search. There's a couple of pages in the navigation um, that say Dynamics 365 or Power Platform and you can start there. They give you um, a great collection. Those are the pages where will tell you here's the most popular learning paths. And they also do some recommendations too to like get you started. One more thing, you can also go if you're, you know, in a specific role and you're wanting to get trained as a developer, a solution architect, maybe a functional consultant, you can also go to the certification landing page and that certification landing page will give you, you know, the uh, object domain, which is the skills outline what's on the exam. So you can look at that document and it'll tell you, you know, 15% is going to cover X, 15% is going to cover Y. Um, so you can read through that document. It's got the learning path on it as well. And then it's got a link to our learning partners. So you can go and register for a class if that's the way you want to go. All right. So if we want to hear more about you, do you have any public speaking scheduled? I'm hoping to do something at Build. We're waiting to hear information on that. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, I'm, I'm going to be speaking at Build. Um, 
And right now that's it, but you can always follow me on Twitter um, at NJ Tandy and the same as LinkedIn. Um, it's Nancy Tandy there. So um, if you want to connect with me, happy to do that. I love connecting with people and you can follow me and get the most information that you need. All right. Who would you recommend as a future guest on this podcast? I think because we had the question around communities that um, Heather Newman would be a great person for you to talk to. So she leads our, our Power Platform and Dynamics 365 communities. So I think, um, and she's super involved in all kinds of events. Um, she's a great lady and I think she would be a fabulous uh, person for you to talk to. All right then. So everyone go to the blog, uh, ak.ms slash Microsoft Learn blog or follow you on Twitter or LinkedIn. And thanks to your listening. And don't forget that you can subscribe. Just search for CM Rocks in your favorite podcast player or look us up on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Twitter? No. Do we have a Twitter, Heidi? It, it, we're going to add one if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> or LinkedIn then. All right then. See you next time. On CM Rocks.